Miki Kibbutz, we're spending my life in Grand Forks Breast Source, and we're going to be talking another Christmas movie tonight, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. For those of you who didn't know, we did Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 about maybe six months back, and I figured this was one of the only Christmas movies that I know about that takes place on Christmas that I have. So, I decided to watch it, and the results, you'll find out. But first, we need to... To send a shout out to River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination. In the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your reel to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Silent Night, Dream Scenario, and Wish in Hunger Games. Uh, find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanding concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. You can also get a gift card special. Now through December 31st, buy $25 and get a $5 coupon for concessions. Sounds like a good time, doesn't it, Wizard? Yes, it does. Alrighty then. So, you know, Toymaker. Uh, Brian Yuzna film. Brian Yuzna's done a, a bunch of great films. He did a film called Society, which is about, uh, like, nepotism, if I remember, if I'm using the correct word. Uh, he also did The Dentist, which is about a homicidal dentist. And now he's work, he was working on Silent Night, Deadly Night films. And I believe Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 was another Brian Yuzna film. But tonight we're just going to be talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. All right. There's one, one, two words that come to mind after I watch this movie again. Pinocchio complex. I'll get to that here in a second. Um, basically, this this woman and her son are receiving homicidal toys, and this guy is handing out toys to people who have done him wrong, and they're killing them. Well, all sorts of weird shenanigans occur. There's even something that was lacked in Silent Night, Deadly Night Four: The Initiation was Santa Claus. But the homicidal Santa is back in this movie and we are prouder than ever. This this does not this does not follow the lineage of Billy. Billy died in Silent Night Deadly Night 3 and the initiation was basically about uh it's kind of like Rosemary's baby only on Christmas. So um basically the guy who's doing all this is a robot, a toy. His father was a toy maker, and he built him, but he could never build him into the real son that he wanted to be. Kind of sounds like Pinocchio, I think. Really sounds like Pinocchio. And he wants Sarah, who is the mother of the kid that they're sending the toys to. Derek, Derek is the kid. They want, he wants her to be his mother, and he can't have her unless Derek dies. There's some, you know, it, it's not overly gory, 
or anything like that. But it is violent. Some of the toys, you'd, you'd wonder why. Why they even make this toy? Like, there's, there's a little, like, you ever, you, ever, you ever seen Robot Wars? Has anyone here ever seen Robot Wars? I've seen BattleBots. BattleBots, that's what I'm talking about. I think uh, there, Mick Foley was a host at one point, right? Mick Foley? Yeah, at one point, one version of it over the years, right? But there's a, there's a, there's a robot toy that looks like something out of BattleBots. It has like two saws on it, and it starts going after a guy. But, you know, basically Derek is trying to get over his fear of Christmas because his father was murdered like five, like two weeks before this happened. Everything started to happen. Um, He was sent a toy by the toy maker. He opened it up when he uh, he was... uh, Trying to open, Derek was trying to open the present that night, and he goes, "Oh, it, does, it says don't open till Xmas." But then the box started to vibrate, and the dad opened it, and this little robot came out, uh, robot Santa, and killed him. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder what uh, if this would be considered a video nasty. Probably. And for those of you who don't know, the video nasties were a bunch of movies that were contested. Back in the uh, 80s and 90s, mostly in the 80s, um, Silent Night, Deadly Night One was definitely a video nasty. Uh, this come out of Britain? Was that a Britain coined uh, genre? What video nasties that come out of Britain? Uh, I think mo- some of them did, but some of them came out of America too. I think. Okay. I think I think that's what they called them in Britain though. Was the video nasties? It was just a bunch of contested films. Uh, like when Silent Night Deadly Night came out, like two, it came out around Thanksgiving, if I remember right, and within like a week, it was pulled out of theaters because they said we don't want our children seeing this smut and that Santa would never kill anyone. It's like it's not Santa; it's a guy dressed like Santa. You know, there have been uh, before this. You know, you had like Michael Myers and. And Jason Voorhees and stuff like that. And they, they, they were they were iconic because of their masks. And Billy in the original Silent Night Deadly Night was a thing because he wore the Santa Claus suit. His he he saw his mother and father be murdered by Santa Claus on Christmas. He goes into a a, a uh, what is that an orphanage and basically gets tortured there and. He has a psychotic break because he's working at a toy store and he needs to uh, dress as Santa and it brings back his uh, trauma from childhood. You know, that that was the original two Silent Night Deadly Nights. Um, the third one was another one with Billy. Fourth one, as I said, was like Rosemary's Baby. It was kind of weird. And uh, this one, this one, you know, as I said, reminds me a lot of Pinocchio. Um... Because as I said, the, the, the robot just wants to be real. It, it's sentient, and it wants to be real. But the robot disguises himself. He can, like, take his face off, and he, like, puts on the face of the toy maker because he had really killed his father, who was the toy maker. Um, and he killed his father, and uh, he buried him in a basement. And you, you see his corpse later in the movie. But talk about, you know, just 
pretty, weird. Sa- pretty sadistic looking toys then it sounds like uh not really not really you know the the stuff on behind me uh is really nothing that's in the film would you say something about that wizard i don't like it it doesn't show anything from the actual film it overhypes it with these teddy bears and all sorts of stuff it's more other things it's more robots it's more drone like things it's more robots you said robots twice <laughs> but you know we had a momentary lapse of reason there but yeah none none of the real toys behind me in the picture were in the movie i think that was just to hype it up uh, another movie like that um that really hypes up the uh the anticipation is a movie called Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde. It just really over, you'll have to watch it. It really overhypes it, the, the poster. So, some, sometimes movies make posters with things that aren't even in the movie. Like, I've, I've seen soundtracks, like, uh, for instance, since we're talking about toys, uh, the Bride of Chucky soundtrack had a song by Cole Chamber which was a band from back in the day for us new metal fans. And uh, they basically made this song, and it wasn't even in the movie. They just put it on the soundtrack to put it on the soundtrack. And that's what sometimes movie companies will do because they want to add hype to the movie, but they don't want to use something from the movie. Well, don't soundtracks usually put in those scenarios like music from or inspired ins- or yeah, inspired by so that way they yeah, can get away yeah. with including songs that aren't in the movie. Yeah. I, I just don't understand that. You know, I can see if it's inspired by, but it, there's no there's no reason for this song to be on there. How do you feel about movies doing what you mentioned there about uh, kind of like I don't know, would you say it's false advertising? For- it is false advertising, but it gets people in the studio in the chairs. They kind of did what they had to do to make it more, appeal more to maybe more mainstream audiences. Yeah. Like the, the original Silent Night, Deadly Night um, poster had like Santa going down a chimney, like his arm is coming out of the chimney and it's holding an axe. And then you just see the, you just see the arm. You don't see anything else. This was a straight to video. Uh, Most of these were straight yeah. to video. Um, I think. If I remember right, Brian Yuzna does a lot of straight-to-video because I know The Dentist and The Dentist 2 were straight-to-video. Um, and I know I know Silent Night, Deadly Night was, was in theaters, but then, as I said, it got booted by the parental societies. The original? Yeah. And they actually made a really good comic book last year about it. Okay, I remember you pointing a few of those out to me now, yeah. A few graphic novels, right? Yeah. It, was, it, it only lasted for four issues, but it was, it was good. Except for the part where Billy becomes like a Krampus kind of like character, and it's like, that doesn't make sense. So, so five Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. Uh, was this I the think, last one, or was there more? I think this is the last one. I, I, there, there's part of me that wants to say... That they, um, they remade it at one point in time, but I'm not sure. Well, I pulled up, uh, I, I pulled up the movies here, and there was uh, this for 
after this one in 1991, when the toy maker released, uh, there was only one other one that released after it, and that was in 2012, and it was just called Silent Night. There's a movie out in theaters now called Silent Night. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, there is. I, I saw it last week. Completely unrelated, but r- amazing film, amazing Christmas movie. Where it was some very bold. Uh, Cinematography and uh, uh, film direction. Bold cinematography? Really? Is it like that Hallmark crap? No, it's a very... I'd say give Die Hard a run for its money for best Christmas action movie, actually. It's it's stupendous. Sorry, sorry about saying that. I, I just totally detest Hallmark Channel. You're not a fan of the traditional Hallmark Christmas movies? No. <laughs> None of it could really occur. It's just, it's just if, not if possible. You and, if you and the wizard were forced into a Hallmark Christmas movie, what would, what would you, if it had to be, you were a part of one, what would you want the narrative to be about? I don't know. I'd probably shoot myself beforehand. Uh, they wouldn't allow that. <laughs> and no, no, that's not a threat or anything. It's just... Uh... Be you, you, you and the wizard just out for a stroll and find, find uh, Lady Luck... And the Christmas time of the year, right? Well, you know, we'd be a very, very happy, icky, and happy wizard. You know the reference, Dale. Out in the town, right? Well, we wouldn't be eating SpaghettiOs anymore. <laughs> oh, man. You get the reference. I'm trying to remember now. Happy I... Corbin from Oh, Wrestling. yeah, Happy Corbin. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, how, how would you think this would rank of all the weird... Uh, in the echelon of, echelon of weird Christmas movies that you've talked and that you've seen over the years? I would say Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 is the best. This is probably, after Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, my third favorite. The, the first three favorites are all Silent Night, Deadly Nights because it's real, basically the only Christmas movie I, want, I know. I've heard of Black Christmas, you know, but I've never seen it. I just know that Halloween ripped a lot of stuff off from it. What about Santa's sleigh with Bill Goldberg? Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Especially, you know, do you remember when David he goes Spade. in the deli? Yeah, it's... Wasn't the, the, were there a couple of uh, Jack Frost really campy horror movies also? Jack Frost. I love Jack Frost. Which there, was, there was actually a time where they accidentally played the wrong Jack Frost for a bunch of kids. Oh, gosh. It, it Poor. Out, I think it came out in the same year. Poor Shannon and Elizabeth. the same name. Early movie for her. They put her through some rough stuff in that in that movie. But uh, are you ready for some weird stats or any other uh, final thoughts on on this before you get to weird stats? Uh, we can go to weird stats, actually. Give me a second here. All right. Three coitus cuddles. One set of breasts. One death by cable with impalement. One toy caterpillar down throat with car crash and explosion. One death by falling downstairs. One death... Almost one death by shot from cannon. One drive-by saw impalement. One robot man stabbed in the head with screwdriver plus axe attack plus stomping on head. Body count, five. Five or six, I, I can't remember. And now it's time for the really weird stuff. All right, you know, she's in the toy store, she's talking to him, she buys everything. Twenty three ninety five. That's cheap for a toy store. And here's another weird one. Why would the caterpillar suck out the guy's eyes? 
Like when he goes in the guy's throat, his eyes pop out and they suck him down. Why would it do that? One weird Santa experience where he tries to grab him from his mom at the mall. One... Oh... One sob story about bankruptcy. One mom mysterious... More mysterious Xmas packages. One... There's a there's a drawn picture of the f- kid's father on the door who dies earlier. All the the toys have deadly purposes, and Joe is really a robot that can change faces. Those are some of the things that I thought were weird, and some of the stats for this movie. So now, what a, what a filled edition of weird stats. I know there was there was a few I, I I had a hard time reading here again, but sometimes I, I should become a doctor because my handwriting's bad. But we're, let's let's go down to a word from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, Icky. Well, you have a big show lined up for next week, right? Yes, yes. It's another episode of Weird Wrestling. Yay! And uh, I think it's like a part two from the last Weird Wrestling, yes, right? Yes, it's Worst Factions. You're going to be kind of surprised by what we say. So, you know, hold on to your drool cups and fasten your vomit bags because we're going to go wrestling. But, uh, and then... I guess the new, the next weird cinema, I'm going to do something a little, a little uncharacteristic of myself. I, you know, every weird cinema person knows I love Tim Burton because I've done a few of his movies. I have decided for the next show to do Tim Burton's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I know there's no definite, no nothing. But it's a great movie. So. And it's its own unique style of weird. <laughs> yes. You know, because we've done Pee Wee's Big Adventure. We've done the one of the Ernest movies. So I figure we'll give Tim Burton his due. Because, I, you know, he's my favorite, one of my favorite directors and one of my favorite painters. So we'll see you then. And tune in next week for Weird Wrestling. Thank you.